0: Greetings and welcome on board our WKOK Sunrise program. I'm Mark Lawrence. Today we're on the news line with two individuals who both work for Penn State Extension. We're going to find out about now that groceries are costing us a lot more, are there some strategies you can use to save a little money? Are there some things consumers can take advantage of to perhaps uh, utilize some existing programs? And we're going to even talk about uh, where you can get a lot more information and that'll be their website. Samantha Zlotyszynski is on the line. She's a registered dietitian. She is an extension educator with Penn State Extension, covers Northumberland, Snyder, Union, Columbia, and Montour County. Samantha, thank you so much for calling in. Good morning.
1: Good morning.
0: And Maureen Casey is on the line. She's a client relationship manager with Penn State Extension. She'll talk a little bit more extensively about what that entails. But, Maureen, thank you for calling in today.
2: Thank you for having us.
0: I'll say at the beginning and I'll say at the end how you can get more information on our topic, and that's go to extension.psu.edu, or you can call the 800 number, which is 877 And that is the telephone number. I'll repeat that again at the end of the show. First, Samantha, explain what you do for Penn State Extension and, and how that helps uh, consumers around here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I am an extension educator and a registered dietitian, and basically within those five counties that I cover, I'm here to educate um, the public and the community on food, nutrition, health and wellness um, from our food families and health programs that we have to offer, and along with um, food safety. I'm as well on our food safety and quality team, educating, again, the public on those topics.
0: And where might we find you doing this education? I would imagine in person in 2019 and probably online in 2020.
1: Yeah, 2020 um, has been all online. Um, You know, fortunately, we are able to see success in online. A little difficult, but um, hopefully in the future here we can get back to in person. I am based um, in Sunbury, so I am based in Northumberland County, and um, in the future, I hope to be out in all those five counties that I'd mentioned, um, you know, helping and working with the community again.
0: Well, there was a day we did these interviews up here in our studio at 7 in the morning, so you just never know. You may have an early, an early interview in your future in the uh, year ahead. Maureen, also yeah. tell us about what you do, a client relationship manager.
2: Yeah, so I'm um, sort of the space of extension for the seven counties that I handle, and I handle all the, the same five that um, Samantha had mentioned, as well as uh, Center County and Clinton County. Um, and my job is just to create, uh, make sure that there's awareness of extension and um, what our educators are out there in the community doing, so to work with um, any of the... Um, public relations teams out there that are, um, whether it's the newspaper or the radio or online sources, so that we can make sure that people understand what it extension is and what we're doing, um, and also uh, what we're doing in their local communities. Uh, part of my responsibility is also to um, increase awareness with the public officials. So I work a lot with uh, county commissioners and um, state and local you know, state representatives as well.
0: Well, you both have an open mic here anytime on WKOK to do your outreach and to pass on information or tell us about upcoming events. So I hope we hear more from you both in the future. And in previous years, we've heard from different individuals from Penn State Extension. Well, let's talk about strategies for saving money uh, on groceries. Samantha, what are some ways that uh, we can save a buck at the store?
1: Yeah, so some tips that I like to share with a lot of our consumers is Number one, get familiar with in-season produce. You know, this is going to help you save money right off the bat, you know, shopping in summer, what's in season, and then in the wintertime, maybe going for your canned or frozen options as well to to help you save a buck or two. Other things um, that you can do to save money on groceries, compare those different brand prices. Um, Use unit pricing to select the best value of things. So you're looking at the size of the product. How many ounces are in that product? And then the price of the entire product. Um, Some other things I like to share. Uh, Sometimes buying in bulk is necessary. It might be cheaper than buying those individual items. See what's on sale. Um, And lastly, don't ever go grocery shopping. I shouldn't say don't ever. Just try not to go grocery shopping when you're hungry. Um, I promise you will end up saving money in the end if you go on a full stomach.
0: (laughs) All right, and are groceries costing more? I don't really need the consumer price index or anything like that, but certainly empirically you have seen that many things cost maybe more this year.
1: There is an increase in price. I think that has to do a lot with supply and demand. So we are kind of short on supplies with certain things. It doesn't necessarily mean there's a shortage, for example, of meat, Um, It's just that, you know, there's so much demand out there that, behind the scenes, we're not producing enough for the consumers.
0: Okay, so prices are up disproportionately for some things and and maybe sort of just up the normal amount for others. And, Maureen, is this the kind of education that Extension's all about, not just here in in this area with Samantha, but throughout the whole Extension agency?
2: Yes, absolutely. In fact, um, throughout the year last year, as Things were so rapidly changing, and you know there were so many issues with um supply chain issues, which is really where uh, sometimes you see the pricing fluctuation come about is like as Sam said, not because there's a shortage of the product but because there's a shortage or there isn't we don't have the ability to get it to the market um for example, so many of the um the di- distributors. We're so used to selling so much, um, so much of their produce and so much of their meat and things like that to restaurants that their packaging, whenever they're going through and, and creating the packaging, was bulk packaging. And so when suddenly the restaurants were no longer a factor, we have all of this meat, but it's not packaged, or we have all these produce, but it's not packaged in a way to go to the consumer. And so that's where we started seeing some of these shortages where people were looking for things in the grocery store and not able to find them. And it really required a lot of these uh, distributors to sort of retool very quickly and be able to come up with. Packaging, so that they could make sure they um, they could get to the to to a consumer size package, um, you know, in a, in a very short amount of time, and so that's where I think we saw some of the disruption. But throughout the entire time, uh, extension has been providing webinars. Um, we've done several webinars on on many different topics on COVID, but um, one of them being some of those issues with the supply chain demand, the demand and the change in the supply chain and the demand um, not being able to be met. So, um, and we continue to do those as these topics come up. Um, Anytime we see a need for, or there's confusion in the marketplace or um, problems that are cropping up, um, we've been able to really quickly turn around um, within a very short amount of time, you know, webinars that can explain to the consumers exactly what's happening and why.
0: When it comes to saving money, Samantha, you had talked about pre-planning being to your advantage. What do you call pre-planning and how do you do it and what does it entail?
1: Yeah, pre-planning is kind of like, first off, look to see what items um, or ingredients you might have on hand. So think of looking in your refrigerator, your freezer, and and pantry. What that pre-planning does is you already see what you have. So you don't want to be buying more items and spending that unnecessary money because you already have all those items. Um, And other things with the pre-planning is You know, you take what you already have, write down that grocery list, what additional items you need to um, get, and think of even menu planning. These are all types of those pre-planning shopping ideas that will actually help us save money in the end.
0: Should I have a certain store of food built up, like a pantry that's full of cereal for the next three or four weeks, that kind of thing? Should you buy ahead just in case?
1: There are staple ingredients um, that people do like to have on hand. So think of all your different canned um, vegetables that you can easily throw into a dish, uh, including beans, Um, beans, peas, lentils, um, pasta, just even sugar and flour, just those basic um, staple pantry ingredients to have. And then they're just conveniently there that you can use for multiple dishes.
0: So those are some of the things you may want to have on hand. Now, you mentioned meal planning. How uh, sort of granular should you get on this, uh, down to the main dish, the side dish, and, uh, you know, a a vegetable, that kind of thing, or sort of just making sure that you have uh, sort of ground beef on hand in case you want to have that, that kind of thing? What's your word on meal planning?
1: Yeah, meal planning... I mean, it's not for everybody, um, but it can be very helpful when creating a grocery list. It's going to prevent you from taking multiple trips to the store um, for those who don't like to go more than once a week or twice a week. And that meal planning gives you an idea of what to shop for for breakfast, lunch, snacks, dinner. Like you said, maybe you want to buy, you know, a meat product. And you know you're going to use it that week. So it's just a good idea to kind of plan. It doesn't mean you have to stick to those certain meals, but you do want to use them and try to utilize all your ingredients that you bought for, you know, say a week or a couple days.
0: And you want to avoid wasting any food. I guess maybe that would be a big money saver.
1: Oh, absolutely. So it's very important that you only buy what you're going to be using. Um, And a lot of times I see people shop because things are on sale, so they have to buy it. I'm sure that item or product will come on sale again, or you can find something else to use, Um, but it's always best practice to only purchase what you're going to use within a certain time frame, so we're not, you know, um, wasting any food.
0: Maureen, is that something you've spoken about either in the past or lately, this idea that uh, wasted food is a big issue?
2: Absolutely, and that's something, you know, Extension is is trying to be stewards of the environment. We're we're always looking for ways to, um, you know, prevent that type of waste, um, whether it's in the way that we're processing our foods, whether it's the way that we're um, disposing of them, you know, whether we can be composting. You know, I know our Master Gardener program offers uh, offers classes on how we can compost our our vegetable, um, our fruit and vegetable waste, things like that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's never, it's always good to minimize, but um, even the stuff that we do have that we can't get rid of um, to find a way to, to either recycle or reuse that as well.
0: We're talking to Samantha Zlotyszynski. She is a registered dietitian and an extension educator with Penn State Extension. And also on the line, you just heard the voice of Maureen Casey, who's a client relationship manager with Penn State Extension. Let's talk about coupons. Samantha, what's the lowdown on coupons?
1: Coupons, um, really good subject actually. So coupons might be old school, but... Coupons are still widely used. So in addition to, let's just say, your traditional couponing, where you go and find these in your local newspaper or um, you have that option to print them from an online source, with advanced technology, there are now all these apps that people are downloading and using to save money um, on certain items at the grocery store. So I do think coupons are worth it, especially if they're... They are um, for items that you kind of use on a daily basis. Um, Or even those coupons, they could be handy for a special occasion, like when you want to buy meat, because we know sometimes meat can be a little more expensive. So I highly suggest um, maybe trying an app or checking store ads for those weekly deals.
0: And you check store ads, and then maybe you'd only need a few products at one store and a few products at another store so that you're saving money by uh, going from store to store to save money where you can?
1: Yes,
2: absolutely, absolutely.
0: What about farmer's markets? Uh, what's your remark on that? Is that a money saver, or what's, what's sort of the, your view on that topic?
1: Yeah, local farmer's markets, they do offer such a wide, diverse, um, diversity of those affordable in-season fruits and vegetables. And if nobody, uh, if if you don't know this, they also sell bread and different dairy products. um, But most of those fruits and vegetables that they're going to be selling, again, they're in season, so they're going to be more affordable. And the great thing about the farmer's market, they're probably harvested within, I don't know, a few hours. Um, So that food you're getting is as fresh as it can get. So the benefits of buying such fresh produce at the market, you're getting peak quality you're getting peak flavor, um, and that also includes you're going to be getting high amounts of vitamins and minerals that are going to help support a healthy body. So I really do encourage people to shop at different um, affordable farmer's markets. It helps you shop local, and you get the experience in a farmer's market. Um, but in season, most definitely affordable, more affordable.
0: And sometimes vouchers are available to save money at a farmer's market. How does that come about?
1: Yes. So, there, um, there is the Food and Nutrition Service. They provide these programs, um, if you ever heard of SNAP or WIC, and they offer these farmers market and roadside stand vouchers or coupons for their participants. Um, that vendor, though, does have to be approved by a state agency. So, if any of you are on these different programs, I really highly recommend asking questions um, to the different agencies about those different vouchers or coupons because they're really there for people to utilize access to fresh, fresh fruits, vegetables, um, bread and dairy products.
0: Our next question has to do with shopping for nutritious foods on a budget. I'll start with Maureen and say this is right up uh, Extension's alley, this idea of making sure that you're saving money but you're uh, not buying junk food, you're buying good food.
2: Absolutely. Um, You know, we offer several classes. We've started doing a a series of online cooking classes that um, focus on healthy eating and how to create healthy menus for you and your family. Um, You know, when you're speaking of farmers market, our uh, extension actually has an online farmers market uh, locator map on there. So you can actually, if you're looking for the farmers markets in the area, if you go onto the website, you can actually type in your location and find out where the local farmers markets are in your area um another thing that we've done when it comes to the farmers markets that I wanted to mention was um during covid i think there was a lot of concern about food safety and how do i make sure that things are being properly you know prepared and that they're being handled correctly um uh, and we offered several classes to uh, those who participate in farmers market on how to package their food safely how to make sure that they were con- they were complying with covid guidelines um so from the consumer standpoint, I think they can feel pretty comfortable that um the the food that they're getting at these markets is is safe and um and as Sam said, it's uh certainly the more we can support the local um farmers and, and produce and people in the area that are producing this food, the better. Um it's it, it's more nutritious food, it's healthier food, um, and it's also uh supporting your local your local community. And that's really a lot of what Extension is about.
0: Samantha, what's the strategy for uh, shopping for nutritious foods on a budget?
1: Believe it or not, I'm going to tell everybody, take advantage of frozen and canned food products. Uh, depending on the product, those foods, you know, they can be nutritious, um, and they can be almost fresher than certain items. Like, for instance, buying plain frozen vegetables, honestly, they're sometimes more nutritious than um, buying a fresh vegetable because they're picked at harvest uh, or the peak of harvest and then flash frozen and so they have and contain all the high amounts of vitamins and minerals of them. The key of buying nutritious canned and frozen food is going to be looking at that nutrition label to cut back on added sugar, um, add fat, and even salt. So you want to choose products that say things like no salt added, no sugar added, unsweetened, packed in water, or 100% fruit juice. And the other thing to shop for these nutritious foods, those prepackaged food items that um, we some, we sometimes tend to buy, and, it, and it's okay, but you want to avoid things that are going to be packed in a sauce or those that are going to be pre-seasoned. So stick to plain food items like a you know a plain chicken breast, those plain vegetables, and then when you go home and you're preparing a meal or cooking up some food items, you have all the you have all the time to make different um, herbs and spices, kind of flavor anything to your liking, and then you have control over it. And then you're cutting back on sugar, fat, and salt as well. I do want to mention for shopping for nutritious foods, Um, Penn State Extension offers a program called Nutrition Links, and that program is basically there for people to learn how to enhance their nutrition um, and how to develop these life skills for a better health. So I did want to mention that.
0: And using your food levels would be uh, your first line of defense to find out what's in a product, and of course some of these classes or maybe online presentations might further that?
1: Oh, absolutely. We go from the basics, um, you know, to very, very detailed um, information. So we we can support any, any level of education.
0: We always talk about transportation. We're talking about a rural area. I'll ask this to Maureen. Is transportation a factor for consumers? Uh, you know, so far on our little trip to the grocery store, and I'm doing cherry picking from one store to another, uh, I've driven about 20 miles so far
2: yeah i think that's always a concern and um you know trying to find out if there are services in your area that that do provide that um there are you know some communities especially if you're uh for the elderly and and situations like that where they can actually provide the community can provide that type of transportation but transportation i think is always an issue and i think you almost have to weigh sometimes the the benefit of whether or not traveling if if you're in an area where it is pretty far away from stores maybe traveling to three or four stores isn't isn't the greatest strategy um but certainly, if you're in an area where you know where it's a little more densely populated, you can probably get better deals that way. So I think you really have to just kind of take all factors into consideration whenever you're um, trying to plan for um, for your shopping trips.
0: Well, we have to wrap up, and I know we've really just scratched the surface of what Penn State does and what the information is about there and uh, that's out there. Maureen, we'll start with you. Wrap us up with uh, uh, just a word about Penn State Extension, contacting you, and, and learning more.
2: Um, Well, I would just like to say, you know, if you have any questions about Penn State Extension, please visit the website. Um, You can actually go on there and sign up so that you can receive information on the topics of your choosing. So if you go in and you register as a user, um, they will send you, email you information only on the topics that you're interested in, in finding out about. And we offer um, programs on all sorts of topics, It's not just, I think many times people think of extension and think it's only farmers, and really we cover all sorts of uh, programs um, throughout the community, whether it be from uh, mental health, um, food and safety, you know, all of those types of things, um, down to the, the more detailed information needed for the farmers. But um, I think, when you think extension, uh, extension is for everybody, not not just for, um, for the farmers.
0: Samantha, an additional remark, please.
2: Yeah,
1: um, I mean, what Maureen said, Penn State Extension is here for you all, whether in person or now, you know, this virtual experience. Um, Our website does have so much to offer. You can find more information on youth, family, and health under the menu dropdown on our website. Um, We have a lot of different webinars right now, um, currently. And my contact information, again, I am located um, in Sunbury. So my number is 570-556-4744, and please reach out with any questions.
0: Well, thank you both so much for being on our show. We invite uh, people to go to uh, the main website, extension.psu.edu, the phone number 877 Samantha and Maureen, thank you both for being on Sunrise today.
1: Thank you for having me. Thank us. you.